Welcome to A Page in My Journal by the Gate and Word Podcast. Your hosts today are Shalise Nance. Hello. And myself, Susie Romans. So Shalise, we've had a couple of cold days and I know the kids were praying for snow and they were so happy to get snow. Even though they already had the day off for Martin Luther King Day, they still, I see kids all over the internet. So not only did your kids play in the snow, I saw that they built an igloo. Yeah, I was totally surprised. I'm from Calgary, Alberta, from Canada, and we have snow all the time. And when I looked out the window and saw that barely, if an inch of snow, and my kids told me they're going to play in the snow, I really thought there's nothing to do. And so when I saw you can build an igloo out of that amount of snow... I was very impressed. What I want to know is, could they go inside it? Yes, they can go inside. They were working on it yesterday. Is it still still up? It's still up, but probably by tomorrow it'll be melted. But how fun for them. How fun for them. That was awesome. I love to see that. That is very creative. So today we are so excited. We have Russ Davenport here to, to interview and to get to know him better. And I know a little bit about him from your talk and sacrament meeting, but I'm looking forward to getting to know more about you and your family on our podcast today. Yes, Russ. I'm so happy that you're here. Will you just take a minute to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. And thank you for having me, for the invitation. Um, I'm Russ Davenport. I'm, uh, I'm here in Virginia with my, my wife and kids. I'm, I'm married. I was sealed in the Washington, D.C. Temple. I have one son who's going to turn 22 next year. And I have three daughters, Jillian, Annie, and Nora. It's 14, 12, and 10. And uh, they're just the best. I'm a big fan of sports. Uh, Baltimore Ravens is uh, my, my go-to team. I love football, uh, weightlifting, um, basketball, hockey, and ping pong. You can ask President Willis about ping pong. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, what about, you said almost every possible sport out there, what about badminton? I, <laughs> Did you say I badminton? enjoy badminton. <laughs> I, I may have won a competition in badminton Whoa. Uh, at, a, at a very large family reunion years ago with my brother. We played doubles. It was awesome. Okay. Well, okay. I want to know about croquet. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> <laughs> Russ definitely is our sports enthusiast for sure. <laughs> So, um, I know we we the bishops talked to us. Uh, we had a Sunday school lesson, and he also gave a talk in sacrament meeting about New Year's resolutions. And so, I don't know if you heard it, but I just wanted to ask you if you've made any New Year's resolutions to get one percent better, like the bishops been telling us. So I I love I love resolutions. I love goals. Um, my my family and I we, we kind of discussed this a little bit right at right after Bishop uh, spoke on Sunday that that afternoon evening we uh, we we have fully dedicated ourselves to to being one percent better in our family uh, come follow me uh, work um, we we are really making an effort to slowly improve our our uh, our come follow me studies that's great i think every family in the world is probably doing that very <laughs> same goal yeah, that and i know it's cool because he asked us all to do it as a ward so if we all can help each other i think which is great yeah that's that is very good that's part of my goal too russ so we're the same trying to be better in that area but some people may not know that russ works he's a temple employee for the richmond temple so tell us a little bit about your job there maybe your title and what you do and then we'll get into the other questions. 
Okay. So I am the temple facilities manager at the Richmond Temple. Uh, I love it. I I feel like I, I was made to to do the, the work there. Um, I was a, a facilities senior facilities assistant at Washington D.C. for 11 years, um, and I and I loved it there. Uh, but I recently had a chance to go back and see a bunch of TFMs from our the North America Northeast Temple area, um, which includes all the what I just said North America Northeast <laughs> uh, temples. And um, everybody everybody asked me while we were there doing doing some training for a week. Uh, I was like, oh, do you miss it? Do you miss it? And uh, I love that building, and I love the people there. But I absolutely do not miss it. Oh, I, I yeah. love it here. Okay. I love it here. I love this temple. It is just the most, uh, it's not the largest, but it is just the most impressive to me. Uh, I love the, the colonial um, design and uh, I love the color. Um, the, if you've been to the Washington DC temple, there's not as much color there. Yeah. And, uh, and that really impressed me here. Well, I mean, I love that we're your number one. What would just like a typical day be as a supervisor? <laughs> uh, that's a great question. Because <laughs> a, a, a lot of people ask me, uh, you know, Russ, that's a brand new temple. <laughs> what are you doing all day? You don't have anything to do, right? <laughs> ha ha. And uh, so I, I have de- decided and told people that I am, I am the stay-at-home mom of the of the temple so you know, a lot of the time husbands will go to work and then they come home and they're like oh stereotypically yeah or stereotypically yeah. Got it. it's not yes. how it always is the husbands come home and they're like what'd you do all day <laughs> um and uh, you'd be surprised but as as soon as the the temple is new it starts to wear yeah um well and, i want to say thank you to you because that handicap button's been broken on and off since I started, and it's been working for three weeks in a row. The t- that door is so heavy for me, I can barely push it open, and I was so happy. I just pushed it one day just to be like, I know it's not going to be working, and it opened, and I was like, oh, Russ is on it. Awesome. I'm, I'm glad it's working now, and, it, and if it's not working in the future, it's probably because somebody didn't turn it on. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that always helps to turn it on. Yes, yes. Okay, the handicap battery we deal with. What else? Uh, I mean, uh, air handlers, um, any any equipment, elevators, the font. Uh, we have to make sure that it's a nice, perfect ninety five degrees. Um, we have to make sure that the controllers are working. We have to touch up any paint. Uh, any any surfaces that that are not perfect. That, Aren't they going to have to redo the font? And we're going to close the temple for a few months. Was that why? We'll be closed for twelve weeks um, for a font modification. Okay. Font doesn't need fixed. It's it's great. It oh. is in perfect working condition. Um, there's a, a sight line issue, um, so it'll be modified so that witnesses can sit I don't oh know and see be able done. to see I, yeah. I think I did hear that yeah, yeah. so that's that's, cool. that's what's gonna be well that's awesome Russ you painted it when I now I think house of the Lord Russ is there managing all the many things that any really homeowner does in their home so yes. I know that you are a busy man 
And when you guys will get old, you will appreciate when the handicap button works. I'm just saying, you don't get it now, but you will in a few years. I bet. So thank you for all that you do there. That's really great. Okay, let's start with the questions that you chose for us. And um, I, I love this one. I think this is a great one. What family relations have you had that seemed the most, have had the most impact on your life? People might think that this is a, a softball answer, but I would say my, my wife and kids. As a youth, you know, maybe that was different because I didn't have a wife and kids, but <laughs> at this point in my life and in my young adult life, I think about some, some people aren't, uh, don't naturally want to grow, uh, don't naturally uh, want to work hard, um, to, to improve themselves. And I, I was one of those people. Um, I had uh, very little ambition. Um, I was, uh, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have, uh, anything I really wanted to do. No, no direction really. Yeah. And my, my wife, who I, I love dearly, gave me, when, when I met her, and uh, I wasn't I wasn't working at the time when I when I met her. I was just kind of coasting along. I was going to school, and uh, she we, we dated for a while. And she asked me some hard questions, which hurt my feelings a little bit, uh, but made me made me think about uh, my my life and and where where I wanted to be, and and if I had these these goals to to achieve I wasn't working towards any of them um, you know but being you know financially stable and having a family having children not really knowing what that what that means how old were you at that time yeah I was maybe 23 24 years old at that yeah. point yeah and I I hadn't hadn't learned to to work um, not not work hard I could work hard for very short periods of time to to get to get a, a job done. Yeah. Um, but underst- understanding that if one if if this person's going to to marry me, I need to step it up a be, little. Yes, be able to to take care of her because I know that she would take care of me. And um, and then uh, have having children and loving them and wanting to be someone that they, that they could, they have impacted me more than, more than any, anybody else. Well, it's amazing how like a relationship that you had with her could really put the fire within you to be better. And that to me is like a wonderful relationship that that happens. You know, you loved her enough to say, well, where am I going? And she motivated you to do that. Yeah. No, and, and I mean they they get me out of bed every day. Not not physically. They don't <laughs> come in and shake me shake me to get out of bed. It's but knowing knowing that I have them, that's that, that's what gets me gets me going. Love it. That's great. So Russ, I mean, wow, that was such a great answer. The next one is what things matter most to you in life. Yeah. So as when I was growing up, although it, it took a long time for these things to sink in, uh, my my grandparents. We spent a. A lot of time with my my grandparents my, on my mother's side, Jerry and Kathleen White. Um, they actually had a place on uh, on Lake Anna. Oh, okay. In Mineral, Virginia, and uh, a big they, they they had my my grandfather would would say you, you gotta you gotta stick to the three F's 
the three F's. Oh, what are they? Was family, finance, and fitness. Cool. And, uh, and those things have been really important to me. My, my grandmother, although though she didn't say it, my, my grandfather was not a member of the church. And my grandmother was a member of the church. She was the first convert in our family. Um, and so her, her kids joined the church. My grandfather did not. But my, so my grandmother was truly like a, a pillar of faith. Yeah. And so I, she, she didn't say it necessarily, but she was an example of that faith. And that's the, the fourth F. So, oh, good. You bet. See, four, look at you, Russ. You're blazing your own so, path. Are you telling your kids there's four Fs? Yes. Good. So, family, faith, finance, and fitness. Perfect. And and part of that is, or a big part of that is, that those can be individual things that you work on. And to me, taking care of yourself as an individual is really important. I know we we are we are try to be selfless and we try to take care of others and and serve others. Um, but that was something that, as I was growing up, was a, a real struggle for me. I would I would overcommit myself uh, as a teenager, especially. Uh, and and as a young adult, I would say, yeah, I'll do that, and yeah, I'll do that, and yeah, I'll do that. Um, because I, I wanted to, to help other people. But when you do that, you don't help anybody because you can't show up for everybody. Yeah. And, uh, and so I, I think it's very important for you to learn to take care of yourself, not to be selfish, but so that you can take care of others. Yeah. And that's with your faith finances, family, and fitness. Take care of all those things. Okay, I'm going to add one more thing to it. I'm having the five Fs, and I'm going to add oh. fun. I was, yeah. trying to, <laughs> I was trying to think of one with sugar, but I couldn't think of an F word. <laughs> but fun, I could definitely add to that. It could yeah. be the five Fs, so yeah. now i got to change that to my grandkids. It's <laughs> a good idea. Anyway, this is the, the question I've been dying to hear. What is one of your go-to stories when, like, you like telling over and over? <laughs> So, I, I uh, in, in my talk, I, I I shared one of my one of my go to stories, and uh, probably my my biggest go to story because we were new in the war, and it was about how ugly I was. Oh. As a youth. <laughs> Which and, is just uh, not <laughs> true. I just cannot believe that. I do not believe it. Uh, you were speaking lies at the pulpit. No, <laughs> it's all true. But no. uh, but I, another one of my go to stories is uh, when after I had been. Dating my wife for a while, I I knew that I I wanted to to marry this girl. She was just the best and so fun and so so full of faith. Um, but I, I wanted it to just be the most awesome, most awesome proposal uh, ever. And I mean, I had I had done everything the right way. I had gone and sat like I had made sure that she was she was out somewhere, and I had gone and sat with her parents and talked to them and told them how much I loved their daughter and asked if I could, if they'd be okay if I proposed to her. And, and they said yes, and that was great. Even, you know, they weren't members of the church, and they had a lot of questions for me at the beginning, but they had said, okay, that sounds great. And I had taken, 
She has three sisters. I had taken her three sisters to go and get a ring. Oh, and, wow. And they kind of helped me pick it out, and it was just great. They're, they're wonderful. I love her whole family. They're, they're just the best. And so I, and I had planned this awesome proposal. Yeah. I, I, we were going to go to Lake Anna to okay. my grandparents' house. They have a, a house right on the warm side of the lake. If you know the lake, it's, it's, uh, it, it cools a nuclear power plant. So one side of it is, is hot. Uh, <laughs> you were on the cold, time. cold yeah. side, warm side. <laughs> yeah, so we were, my grandparents have a house on the warm side. which is awesome. We're, we're going to go down. We're going to water ski all day. And they have a you know they have a dock right on the on the water, and I was gonna I, I talked to my grandparents I let them know and everything they were really excited, and I was gonna take so, take a CD player if anybody still knows what those are I was gonna <laughs> take that down to the lake they had power down there I was gonna plug it in I was gonna play I was gonna play this song it was a song that my my wife Jessica loves and. I was going to ask her to dance with me down on the dock. And it was getting better and better, right? It was. It was, it was getting great. And uh, so my, my, my girlfriend, soon-to-be wife, was, was going to come down to the lake with me. And maybe like two days or a couple days before, she calls me and she's like, I'm sick. I really don't feel good. I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to go. I'm like, <laughs> no. Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, you know, it could be really not Like, it's gonna be nice. You, you know, you're you're gonna get better. It'll be okay. Yeah. All right. Long story short, the day of the that we were supposed to go down there, she she is just. I just don't feel good. She's sick. I can't. Yeah, I'm sick. And, and I'm like, I, I was, I was a little frustrated. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, and her mom, like they knew every her whole family knew yes. that I, that I was going to do this. And her mom is like, are you sure? Like, you should, yeah, you'll probably feel better once you get there. You know? And, uh, and she's getting mad. Because, like, I'm pressuring Well, her. sure, no yeah. one's Parents believing that she's sick. Her. I know, you can't help yourself yeah. when you're sick, and, you're sick. Uh, and, and she has no clue. Sure. Like, no clue whatsoever yeah. that, uh, that I'm trying to do this proposal at all. And uh, so, so I, I even went to her house. I went to her house like, as I'm, like, getting ready to go down there. And I just was like... Are you sure? Just making sure you're not yeah. sick, even though you just told me you were sick. Could you imagine she goes there? She's sick. She's not going to want to water ski. She's kind of like a zombie. And uh, so she didn't go. And, and, uh, so who did you propose down, to? Did you find somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> I went down. I water skied. And I, and I had fun. And you danced on the dog the by yourself. And uh, there, was, there wasn't any dancing. <laughs> Played some cards with my grandparents. And it was nice, but anyway, I come home. I come home at, at the end of the weekend, and I I call her and I see see how she's doing. She's like, I'm doing better. And like this ring is just like burning a hole in my pocket. You know, it's like driving me nuts. And uh, I I was like, How are you doing? She's like, Oh, I'm doing better. I'd like to see you. Okay, I think I can come out. Okay, and, and I'm just. <laughs> trying to throw something together at this oh, point. Oh, gosh. And uh, so I, 
I, I pick her up and I'm just like driving around and she's like, are you okay? Because <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a place and, and uh, you know, this is, uh, we didn't have smartphones. This was 2005. And so Russ, what was the urgency that you just had to propose to her? You're yeah, like, well, you're yes. ready to do it, girl. You're ready to do it. I get it. Totally. I get it. I wasn't waiting any longer. Sheesh. Oh my gosh. And, uh, I was going to go to a park. I couldn't find the park that I wanted to go to. It was late. It's dark. Oh, my gosh. And uh, so I was like, okay, I'm just I'm just going to go to this other park, which is like another 25 minutes in the other direction. And, <laughs> so I, At this I point, she that. thinks you're crazy. Yeah, she does. I, she really did. And, and so I get there, and I'm like, okay, let's get out of the car. <laughs> we get out of the car, and I push play on my CD player in my car. And so my car is running, and I'm like, okay, let, let's let's dance. Is <laughs> this dance out here in this is park it the, in the dark? Is it the same song? Yes. Or did you change? Yes. Keeper of the Stars by Tracy Bird. And, and so I play this song, and we we dance. It was no accident. Me finding you Someone had a hand in it Long before we ever knew Then I, I get down on one knee And I ask her to marry me <laughs> And I can see like terror In her eyes at this, at this moment And uh, she... <laughs> and and tears terror and tears and, which isn't isn't exactly what i was expecting and uh and, and she's just like shocked and then and, and then she's like and i i stand up and she's like can we pray first oh <laughs> And I know that sounds great, but I, that wasn't the. You wanted to hear it. Yes, yeah. I know. Yes. yes. And so, so we did, and it was nice and slightly awkward. <laughs> and, and and then she said yes, and it was it was wonderful, and it's been just a, a, a slice of heaven since, for the most part. <laughs> Uh, Except I'm, for the I'm tear grateful. and tears yeah. of the marriage. <laughs> yes, that's right. I'd, I'd love to hear her version of this. She might have a different version. But... You could ask. So, Russ, was she totally surprised? Had you oh, guys yes. not really talked about getting married at all? Uh, no, we had talked a little bit about it. and we. She wanted six kids. But not, we... like, at a great length, obviously. <sighs> yeah, I, don't, I, I mean... I expected it to be a, a surprise, yeah, kind of and I worked that. really hard for it to be a surprise. Yeah. I, I didn't expect it to be as big of a surprise <laughs> as, as it was. Uh, I say tonight you go home, and when she's least expecting it, you find that song, you put it on your CD player, and yeah. you grab her and start dancing around the kitchen. Yeah, you should, Russ. <laughs> or on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Or tonight's even better. It's not yeah, be like, oh, I had this is reminiscent of my great podcast. Yes. I'm going to. Okay, Susie and I are going to text her tomorrow and ask how it went. <laughs> <laughs> Just say, write back and tell us if it was TT. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
hair and tears. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a great story. I love that. Well, I mean, I can see we're having a prayer when you're having this big romantic moment. It's kind of a buzzkill on the romance. But yeah. Yeah. on the other hand, what a great story to remember that. I mean, what a wonderful, faithful girl that she's going to pray first before she says yes, you know. Very true. Yeah, awesome. So, well, let me say thank you for sharing that with us. That was the question I wanted to hear the very most. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) Well, and just lastly, what's the one thing you want your posterity to know about your testimony of Jesus Christ? For me, when I think of the Savior, I always think... His hand is outstretched still. And for me, people make choices that they regret plenty of times in their life or they make bad decisions and um, or they, and they run into to hardships. Um, I've done that. I think a lot of people have. And uh, what I what I want, Every everyone to to know is that the Savior still loves you, and when any time, but when you are feel feel like you have messed up or you have lost, that you can go to your knees and pray and always feel feel the comfort of the savior through the holy ghost and in the in those times you'll know you'll know that it's not going to be perfect right away but in those moments you'll know that things are going to be okay and wh- whether it's something big or something small if I have time for one last little story about something small. Sure. I love. I, I. You know. I talked about loving sports. I. I, I like working with my hands. Um, I probably should if I'm going to work at the temple doing facilities. Um, I. I have a lot of tools. I have a lot of tools. I have a set of drills, an impact driver, and a drill that I just I love that I've had forever. <laughs> I've had it for for a very long time. I love them, and maybe a year and a half ago or so, I misplaced my my impact driver. That's like your go-to tool. Yeah. I mean, that that is like my 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 bread and butter <laughs> impact drill. That is that it's is like losing it. your phone. Yes, and I couldn't find it. I could not find it. I always I'm very good about keeping my stuff where in, in certain places. You know, my keys go here. My tools go here. My tools are either in my in my trunk, or they're in a certain spot in the garage. That's where they are. That's these tools specifically. Couldn't find them. Like months went by. Oh gosh. Months went by, and I I was praying. Couldn't find them. Do you think you left it at the temple, or is this you lost it at home? I looked everywhere, okay. but I, I I don't use personal tools at the at okay. the temple. Okay. So this was a personal. This tool. is a personal personal okay. tools, and I was I was. In the garage, it was leg day. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, leg day. Yeah, weightlifting. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Okay. It was leg day, and so I was I was taking a nice long break in between in between sets because leg day is serious. 
I thought you were talking and, uh, about chicken. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. That, that sounds you know how much I know about weightlifting. Okay, and, go ahead. Uh, and at this time, like, I, I had prayed about this. I had prayed and prayed, and I, I hadn't found them. I, 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 was, I had talked to my wife, like, the day before about going and getting a, a new set of drills. Yeah. And I'm sitting here exhausted, and I look up, and on a table in the back of the garage is my impact driver. It's there. Yeah. I I have looked. I have looked. And it, like that, that might sound silly. No, it's happened to me. I know exactly the, what you're talking about. At that moment, I mean, I was exhausted from leg day, li- lifting weights, <laughs> leg day in the first place. So it was pretty easy for me to get on my knees. And I did. And I <laughs> prayed. And I thanked Heavenly Father for something so trivial as a as a tool some silly object but knowing how much i cared about it to to answer that prayer yeah and so i i just want anything if you anything that you need help with little or or big pray for it and i have faith that any any righteous desires are are going to be answered I love that. I love that, too, because to God, all things are spiritual, and it's wonderful to think that he cares about the details in our life and every hair on our head. So thank you for that. And just for the record, don't ever say you were ugly as a kid because you've got the cutest dimples. (laughs) I mean, I can't ever believe you even said that. Nobody gets that lucky to have dimples like that. So I'm just saying, you know, we're going to scratch that off the record. Anyway, thank you so much for sharing those fun stories. That was great to hear, and I can't wait to see your wife and talk to her about the great engagement at the park. (laughs) (laughs) I had to get her version of it. She said she was terrified. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for joining us today at the Gate and Ward podcast, A Page in My Journal. We look forward to meeting with another member of our ward to share their thoughts. Hope everyone is having a great January and setting New Year's resolutions. 1% 1% better for 2024. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.